On today's episode of the Weirman Woggle Show, we're talking about zero-sum games and game theory. At the end of the day, I've recently been doing a lot of bit, uh, quite a bit of deep dive on game theory and understanding what game theory is. And at the end of the day, game theory is an incredibly important topic when it comes to understanding how we operate society, people, and everything. It kind of, via the prisoner's dilemma and via Monopoly and games, our whole everything in life essentially involves game theory. Once you understand that, it's an incredibly important topic. So I was recently talking to my dad about this. Shout out to Ben Weirman. And we were talking about if, if, if you pictured a fictional world where everyone was on the same page in the stock market, because the stock market, and when we look at things like money and currency and digitization, it's abundant, right? If I'm a scorekeeper of something, if I'm a scorekeeper at a football or a baseball or a basketball game or a hockey game, I'm the scorekeeper. I control the scoreboard. I can put up as many points as I want. It's abundance. It's just a matter of how many points they're capable of achieving and scoring and putting up that I put up for them. But if I am the scorekeeper of something that's digital and there's an unlimited amount of that because I create it. I then can create abundance from that. So if if money is digitally created, it is abundant. It is the access to the public utility that creates the scarcity. So once you understand game theory in zero-sum games versus non-zero-sum games, you start to understand the importance of this conversation in our society because at the end of the day, we are fabricating artificial scarcity that makes us feel superior and better than and generating inequalities and inequities throughout the world. And it's because we all like to look down at others for our, to find our gratitude. And rather than looking at ourselves and just being happy with what we have and looking at everyone like we're equal equal and have equities, we like to look back at people. We like to have someone to look towards, like we're better than them. Oh, look at them. I, it's, it's a great way that we find gratitude. It's not necessarily the, a terrible thing, but it's a big topic to have and understand that we like to have inequities generated so that we can look at other people that have those inequities and feel better or superior or be grateful. 
And we can really need to start leaning into understanding game theory and abundance and scarcity and artificial scarcity that's generated by centralized structures and centralized big government and centralized people that are in power that want that because then they can implement the control and the power and they can manipulate resource availability and access and they can generate those artificial scarcities and inequities, which is why I'm a big fan of decentralized government and smaller government. Because at the end of the day, once you understand these key characteristics, you realized in order for us to advance and evolve, we must be, become decentralized, peer-to-peer, smaller governing, where we as humans govern each other more than we let the government choose and control for us. And it's an incredibly important topic when it comes to understanding game theory and abundance and understanding public utilities, access, artificial scarcity, and control of resources. And that is an incredibly important topic because if you picture... Stock market. I've been making money in cryptocurrency and stock market recently, and I'm starting to realize if everyone bought in at the low, picture an abundant wave, right? Picture a wave that is, if everyone paid attention to a wave, and it was a currency or it was a stock, and it was going up at the same time every every time, and it was going down at the same time every time, and everyone was aware to that perspective and awareness of that trend via paying attention and having perspective and awareness, and then we communicated and shared, this is the low point, this is the high point, this is the trend, and this is where it's going, and this is where it's been, and everyone buys in at the low and sells at the high. Everyone would have abundance then. You would generate abundance for all because you would be, as, a, as if you understand game theory, it's being created. It's not a zero-sum game, the stock market. If it's the stock market's paying me and it's fabricating and manufacturing the the abundance and the asset, like when I buy in $100 and it turns into 1000 that is being fabricated and manufactured. It's not being taken from someone else's account and sent to me. The $1,000 is being created and generated. It's an asset that's being paid to me, but it's not being taken from someone else's pile. It's coming from an abundant pile. It's the digital scorekeeper of the stock market or of the cryptocurrency market that is giving me it. It's not coming from my dad. It's not coming from my friend David. It's not coming from Isaac. It's not coming from a business. It is coming from the abundance of digitization and creation and fabricating and manufacturing abundance because it's accessible. So once you understand that, the only thing that makes people scarce is the centralized structures. It is the government. It is the people at power that limit the access to resources and limit the abundance that can be created for all and the equity that can be done because they restrict access to resources. It is the most simple concept of all time. And the more you educate and study game theory versus zero-sum games versus non-zero-sum games, you understand it's a big conversation of access, public utilities, abundance, and artificial scarcity that's created by centralized structures and centralized powerful strong men and strong women and strong families and so forth and strong corporations. So the more you understand that, the more it leads you to want to live in abundance and understand game theory, zero-sum games and non-zero-sum games, and how, if you realize that, paying attention, and we can have abundance for all. Money is digitally created. Via digitization and fractionalization and incrementalization of something, you can create abundance. In a digital world, it's a, it is a non-zero-sum game. And when you digitize everything, everything becomes abundant. So it's an incredibly important topic for us to have and continue to talk about and have dialogue and conversation around is game theory, non-zero-sum games, and zero-sum games, as well as public utilities, access, abundance, and artificial scarcity that's created and generated by powerful governments, people, places, strong women, and strong men, and strong corporations. So at the end of the day, that is today's episode on the 5-Minute Weirman Woggle Show.
Thanks for being with us. You know what it is? Doesn't matter where you be. You know, you could be doing something that goes a little bit like this. Do the wag a wag, do the wag a wag, do the wag a wag. What the do the wag a wag? What you do the wag a wag? What you do the wag a wag? Where I'm do the wag a wag? Where we do the wag a wag? Do the wag a wag, do the wag a wag, do the wag a wag. What the do the wag a wag? Where we do the wag a wag? What you do the wag a wag? Where I'm do the wag a wag? Where we do the wag a wag? Do, I could do better. Yo, I could do anything better than you. On my worst day, I'm five steps ahead of your crew. So I'ma dominate this bitch till forever in two. It's reason to be a nausea, and yes, I'm hot. But no, I'm not big papa. I'ma let you know I shot you. Turn your next show to a true hip Cause you the brick wearer, I'm the brick wearer. Do the wagon wag, do the wagon wag, do the wagon wag. What the do the wagon wag? What you do the wagon wag? What you do the wagon wag? Do the wag a wag, where you do the wag a wag, what you do the wag a wag, where I'm